You're listening to Borderline Idealist. Join us every Sunday for new episodes where we focus on introverts, highly sensitive people, and mental health. Log on to BorderlineIdealist.com for past episodes, blog posts, and to find ways to support us. Together, we can give a voice to introverts and tear down mental health stigma. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Borderline Idealist. This is AJ. This is Chris. Chris, are you feeling hopeless? Because I was getting hopeless that we would never record this episode because you were making me wait so long. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> our um, our topic this week is going to be about hopelessness. Um, I guess <sighs> it, our... I don't know if Chris is just feeling tired or hopeless. <laughs> Are you just tired, Chris? It's hard to know. <laughs> <laughs> I know when um I, I told Chris I had this idea for um the topic being hopelessness and I was like, I don't know where that came from and he was like, Why? Are you hopeless? And I'm like, I don't I don't think so and then I thought about it a little bit more, I'm like, Maybe I am. Maybe I always am <laughs> Yo, you're not going to laugh with me. Now you're thinking too. <laughs> like, you're just like, maybe. <laughs> so I was just thinking of the um, the title of our podcast title, Borderline Idealist. Mm-hmm. I was like, do idealists get hopeless? That's... Yeah, I mean. I guess so. I guess everybody goes through hopelessness. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see why not. Sometimes... You know, sometimes you can have an idea about something, which I I do this all the time, you know? Like, I have an idea about something, then it really happens, and I'm just like, oh, well, that's not really what I expected, and you have to kind of deal with that. You know, I think the idealism is, um, it can kind of make everything go, in, go into a little fantasy, maybe, mm-hmm. you know? Because I think it's idealistic to want, you know, everyone to get along you know, and hold hands and uh, stop the war, you know, isn't that? But as a realist, <laughs> you know, that's not true. And some people are just nasty people for some reason, and you don't know why. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, sorry, Chris. I guess we can all be a little hopeless sometimes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have, I feel like I have been a little because... There was something that I was really working hard towards, and I thought I did put a lot of effort and time and energy into it, and I thought I had a really good chance of of willing it into into being, and then things fell apart. You don't want to talk about it? And then... No, I just yet. blurred it out like you just blurred out my business. Oh my god, whatever. You remember a couple of episodes ago, you just blurred out my. <laughs> Anyways, I just rehash that. I I I feel like that mm. was kind of like the catalyst for making me feel like, ugh, why do I even try? But it's not all hopelessness, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I like I try to focus on the positive. Some of the um good things that are coming our way without focusing too much on the other um, 
things that are going to be a little bit more difficult or it's going to require more effort on our part like budgeting okay <laughs> i mean i asked Chris, what he wanted to do an episode on today, and he was like, "Let's talk about budgeting." And I was just like, "Nobody is going to want to hear that episode, but you, <laughs> and probably somebody else. I'm, I'm sure there's somebody else that would like to take notes because Chris is really good at that." And his sister came by and um, kind of helped us set up a budget. I mean, I feel like we have a little bit more money than than what she was saying that we did. Mm-hmm. I think she was saying that we were like in a little bit in the red or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, her calcul- calculations are off. <laughs> like, she, wait a minute, she didn't go to school for this. Now let's you not let's not the, rush the conclusion. She's not uh, certified. You saw the <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this for years by myself, and I am fine. Okay, mm-hmm. where's your diploma? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me pull up my calculator. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it it's definitely been, it's, you know, temporarily different right now. But I feel somewhat hopeless about, I guess, my future sometimes. You know, what I, because I, I feel like I, um, I like to be like you and use my talent as... Uh, a way to make money but I feel like I don't know I'm just the worst kind of the the worst kind of writer that uh, I, sure. yeah <laughs> I mean I write things every day I, I can't stop writing and it just makes me mad because I, I don't want to really do anything with it because I think I'm I'm always trying to look for other people like sometimes I'll read some stuff to you or um, and, and it takes like a lot of my courage to like do that to you and then I feel like you don't react the way that I want you to or you don't really understand all the all the metaphors or something so I'm just like well if you don't understand it how's anyone gonna understand it <laughs> hmm. I know but it's not it's not your fault you know I just like to blame you for a lot of stuff you know because hmm. that means I love you mm-hmm. so that it's actually a good thing you know it's a like double-edged sword mm-hmm. but I just like I, I just I guess I get a little hopeless because sometimes there there are certain things in your life where you you have to just believe in in yourself. No, like nobody else. You know, if you're like I'm a writer, I'm an artist. You know, people are gonna be like, okay, cool. You know, but no one's gonna be like, oh my gosh, yeah. I, I don't think everyone's gonna be like that. You know, you have to kind of find that um, that fire in yourself to go out there and, and actually pursue that and mm-hmm. make it into something. You know, so if you're like I want to be uh, a professional uh, painter, you know, for my life, then you have to go out there and make that possible, you know, somehow. Yeah. You know, because nobody, you know, nobody is going to tell me how to be a writer or a poet or any of those kind of things. Well, I think the other thing, too, is like, especially when you step into those fields, and you say, for example, I want to be a writer or, or a painter or anything else. Then you start looking outside and you see all these other people who are talented. And then you start second-guessing yourself. Like, am I as talented as they? Or, or the, the, the worst thing. I, I, <laughs> or what if you're looking at somebody who you... You know, everyone has their own opinion. So what if you're 
looking at someone that you feel like isn't as talented maybe and you're just mm-hmm. like wait a minute they did that and i can't do anything with this mm-hmm. <laughs> you know there's like certain things like that um but i mean of course everybody has their own viewpoint on stuff well yeah that's what i was kind of leaning towards where you look around you and you see other people that maybe you feel like you're just as talented as them if not more but then you see them succeeding in something that you want to do and you can't see that for yourself. You can't, it's hard for you to will it into your own reality um, because of a lot of many factors. But like you said, you kind of have to believe that in yourself in order for you to get others to believe in you. It's, you know, it's it's one of those things where if you believe it, um, you can make it happen. It's it's like uh, the situation that you were talking about uh, earlier that made you feel kind of hopeless. <laughs> um, there are things that we do that, let's face it, no matter how talented you are or how, much, how many credentials you have or how whatever or if someone's better than you, worse than you, whatever, it, there's also a part of it that's luck, mm-hmm. you know? It, you may have to, you know, if you go into an interview and you're equally matched with somebody, but you say that you went to the same college as the person who's interviewing you, that may be something that's a determining factor, right? Mm-hmm. Who's to say? And that person is lucky. So... Th- I think we should sort of think about that with hopelessness too. You know, we're kind of afraid to try because we might not be as as lucky, or maybe we didn't get as lucky lucky this time. Um, I don't know. Do you feel like luck has something to do with that? Because yeah. to be hopeful is to be wishful, and it's to um, put your wish into chances going your way. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're like crossing your fingers and saying, "I hope this happens. I'm gonna do everything in my power to." make this happen, you know, but I, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes things are just out of your hands. And in those times, you know that you're supposed to, you know, at first you don't succeed, try again. And, uh, failure is is normal, Chris. Everyone fails. You have to, you know, Bill, Bill Gates said, you know, what if Bill Gates came to you, Chris, and said, oh, Chris, everyone fails. Keep trying. And one day maybe you can be like me, but yeah, easy for you to say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like every every successful person I, you know, always talks about all the many times they failed or however long it took them to make it, and whatever it is that they were pursuing, you know, like with, um, J.K. Rowling and how many times she was denied, um, or turned down for her Harry Potter series or, you know, so many artists and musicians and, and, actors and things like that that took them a really long time like Ellen DeGeneres you know she was going becoming a star and then she came out of the closet and then all of a sudden all the opportunities went away for her until a couple of years later if not decades later when it became cool to be gay kind of reinvented herself and you know (laughs) she she never gave up on herself and now she's one of the most successful businesslomen and comedians slash talk show hosts 
since Oprah. And it's still cool <laughs> to be gay. <laughs> Thank well, you, Ellen. Yeah, she had a big part, I feel like. And Queer Eye Guys. <laughs> queer Eye for the Straight Eye Guys. <laughs> so I guess that's, I mean, as as hard as it's sort of been, been this past couple of months with work and trying to get this house and, you know, dealing with other stuff with you, with your work. And um, our finances in general, trying to keep moving forward. Um, it could be daunting and it could be depressing some days or just, you know, like you just out of energy, out of like willpower, I guess. And that's when you can kind of start getting... Um, well, uh, I guess depressed, but also discouraged. Discouraged, yeah. And then you just have to keep going every day, every morning. I just wake up thinking, okay, today's just another day. Maybe I can do one little thing that will have us moving forward. Just one little step. And I think that's what that's what most of life is. It's just taking one step at a time. Yeah, because we have time for that. You know, we have we have it's eternity. So one small <laughs> step will be fine. Our we'll get our there life eventually. compared to a butterfly is an eternity. Our life compared to it's all time is all relative. It's all relative. Is it a mayfly? That's like a is that a day or a week? Butterflies, I think, only live for a couple of days. Um, one of those flies or mosquitoes, they only live for a day. So, yeah, it's all relative. Um, yeah, but I think for me, it's, I just try to, sometimes I don't even try to stay positive. I'm just like neutral, I guess. I just, I just think about the next day. I like focusing on one thing that's. That need to do, and then I do it, and then I'm like, okay, that's done. Well, What's next? <laughs> sometimes I feel overwhelmed by the past, or I don't, I don't know. Sometimes it's just hard for me to to do certain things. Um, I guess because my my mind space, my mind's space that's the word right mind space mm-hmm. <laughs> are you sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um <laughs> let's see you know there's no use of crying over spilled milk but i can't drink milk because i'm lactose intolerant so there's no use of crying over spilled um soda almond milk at all yeah almond milk that's fine you know i you know if i start getting really worked up about something I'm like well there's I don't know. I, especially if there's time to do it. You know, there's nothing I can do better right now. Or at this time. Then I, sh- I can just take steps to working on it. You know? I can't fix a problem immediately. Sometimes. It just takes steps to recover and get back. So you say you haven't been feeling hopeless much. Like that's not really a feeling that you've been feeling yet. 
about no i don't think so i don't think so um how do you do you feel like it's something that you've been avoiding because you're actively trying to do something about your situation with you trying to find a job and all that stuff or or do you think it's just right now you're in a good state of mind I feel like I'm in a good state of mind. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm... I'm. I mean, like, do you feel like you're active? You actively do things every day to kind of help, swart, uh, sward off that those feelings, those negative yeah, feelings, or like that helplessness. I, I feel like I can. And I so, could do. What is I could do more, but I feel like yeah, I feel like I do stuff every day. Like I try to cook for you before you come home. You know, I try not to stay in bed all day. Um, pick stuff in the garden. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm doing stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I still, I feel like I still have hope. I think I'm still here. If I didn't, <laughs> maybe I, <laughs> I wouldn't be here. I was just trying to get to what you did. You know, what it is, what it is that you feel helps you. Like avoid that feeling, you know. Like, like you said, cooking—that's an um an accomplishment you can feel proud of every day. Um, picking the vegetables in our well, garden. Yeah, like I write something every day. You write something. Um, yeah, so I mean, um, always doing stuff. Yeah, so you do. You take little steps, little accomplish um. Little achievements that you can do every day to help you get through the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that what you say you did? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> now we know. <laughs> but something else that makes me hopeful is Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang, he'll give everybody $1,000. Okay. Everybody $1,000 a month. Is that not hopeful? I mean, I just, I don't, I mean... Warlon Idyllis exclusively endorses Andrew Yang <laughs> Excuse me. for president. No, that's he will give not everyone a thousand dollars a month. That is not Could you imagine? Endorsement. Chris no. will be like, "No, we can't go out to eat." I'll be like, "Excuse me, I got my Yang check, okay? I got my Yang check this month, so we are going out to eat." <laughs> oh no, you that's you hilarious. can't go. You can't go get some beer. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm gonna pay with my Yang money. Oh, you won't be able to say any. I can't wait. Andrew Yang, guys. Wow. Borland Idealist no, is endorsing no, 100%, 110%. No. Chris, I don't think you're going to no. find anybody, Democrat, Republican, Independent, who doesn't want $1,000 a month. No. Where is it coming from? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Who's going to pay for it later on? Whatever, guys. <laughs> you know, I mean, you only live once. YOLO. Okay? Really? <laughs> Really, you just turned this episode into that. Well, we're just talking about hope, <laughs> and I'm just saying that that brings me a lot of hope. Like, the, the, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. You know, I have nobody else has picked up on the thousand dollars thing. I mean, I'm just saying, if Donald Trump was going to give me a thousand dollars a month, I might be like, you know what? Ew. <laughs> Ew. Don't even a a month? There. Don't even go there. <laughs> Wait. I'm just saying, like, no. I'll take the money, no. you know. <laughs> no. But yeah. Oh, God. Let's stay hopeful. And 
Oh gosh, Chris, what are we gonna? We have to go shopping. I'm sorry. I just thought about what are we gonna eat for the rest of the week because we don't have any that's, food. That's another activity that you can do to like give you an achievement for the day. Shopping. I don't think anybody likes to go shopping by themselves. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, do it all not, the time. It's not my no. It's not my thing. I don't think anybody likes that. Let's take a poll right now. 94% of the audience says that they do not like shopping by themselves. No. That was an audience poll. <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, I'm going to let Chris get back to watching the pirated Dark Phoenix. Whatever. Because nobody else is watching that. <laughs> I'll wait for Dark Phoenix to come out on Netflix and just be like, wow, that was bad. <laughs> no. I didn't really have to pay for it. I mean, you know, I'm using somebody else's Netflix. So I didn't really have to pay for it. And I'm not going to watch the pirate it because that's going to look really, really bad and have bad sound. But yeah, X-Men. Oh, God. Chris, tell everybody to have a hopeful week and be positive. Yeah, guys. Wow. Yeah, I feel <laughs> I feel it now. I think I think that that just energized everyone. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. This... Do what you will. I I don't know. I don't know why. I just it's Chris, you have to we have to feed off of each other. I mean, I think that that's a lot of where hope comes from. You know, I've been watching Sailor Moon on Hulu, you know, whatever. I hear people laughing. I don't care. I love Sailor Moon. What? <laughs> anyway, I've been watching Sailor Moon, and her power is love and hope. Mm-hmm. You know, the more she has of that, the more that she can do with her magic. We have to have love and hope and and spread that and, and you know, feed that to each other. Yeah. You know, if I'm hopeful, then you'll be hopeful, too. Yep. You're my Sailor Mexico. <laughs> Sailor Mexico. <laughs> Well, what? Well, we hope you are all doing well. And um, sorry, this episode is kind of short. It's just been sort of weird. I've I've been I guess I've been in a weird state of mind where I've been feeling kind of not fully there. But I think we all go through that, I guess. Really? Where are you? I don't know. What are you talking about? You've been in a weird state of mind. Oh my gosh. Now this episode's going to be longer. Chris, tell me more. <laughs> I thought you were just winding down from the weekend. Are you okay? Well, I mean, I didn't do anything this weekend. So. Well, I mean, that's usually what you do on the weekends, Chris. You don't you do not do a lot on the weekends, and then you fuss on Monday and say, I didn't do anything this weekend. I was like, Chris, I was... You know, I'll, I'll be... yes, because it's hard to do stuff on the weekends. Well, I'll be like, Chris, I'm clean. I'm cleaning. You should do mm-hmm. this. Um, you know, work on whatever you want me to. What do you want me to work on so mm-hmm. that you can work on your stuff? Mm-hmm. I've tried doing that before. I did that. I think a couple, like two weekends ago. Like I was like, Chris, I'll I'll work on whatever you want me to do. Just you know, you say you had to work on some of your computer or something. So I think you just need to have some more motivation. You know. Yeah. Tell me where I can buy that. I just think that's weird to say to you because I feel like you have a lot of motivation. 
Well, sometimes I run out of it, just like everybody else. I think it's on the weekend you like to just you you on the weekend you want to do extra things. Um. But you also want to wind down too, and I think you deserve to wind down. You shouldn't have to worry about. You know anything too crazy? I told you I, I would even cut the grass, and anyone that knows me knows I haven't cut the grass since I was fourteen because I hate cutting the grass. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'll I'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. I won't be happy, mm-hmm. and I'm I probably won't sleep in the bed with you for at least a week. You know, probably won't cook for you for at least a month. You know, because I'll be really mad about it. But mm-hmm. you know, I'll do it. You know, I'll do it. You know, there'll be consequences, but I'll do it. You know. Okay. Oh, but I think you're. I mean, what do you want to do? What do you, what do you want to do on the weekends? What do you, what do you want to work on? Do you work on your photography or, or freelance graphic design or or. I feel like you want to do that kind of stuff, but you just. You just kind of sidetrack yourself. Am I right? I guess. There's. I feel like there's too many things I want to do and I just don't. I feel overwhelmed sometimes. I don't I don't know how to help you because I feel like sometimes you won't let me help you. It's like when you're setting up for your mom's party and stuff like I get kind of I just like to stay out of your way because I know I'm probably not going to do it correctly like you want me to do which I, I usually don't. You know, you're going to have to hear me say that. I'm like, okay, I'll do it, but I'm not going to do it the right way. (laughs) And you kind of roll your eyes at me. But it's correct because I feel like, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm in your way. But I try to help you out. Um, I try to do what I can so that you can concentrate on some other stuff. Yeah. I appreciate that. So, are you going to find some motivation to do some stuff you know because i i write every day maybe we can you can draw something every day with me yeah maybe that'll be good when's the last time you you like drew something or just some art i don't know Do you miss doing art? I mean, I I feel like that's why you got your, your iPad, so that you could do that kind of stuff. That's why you got the the pencil, right? For your iPad? Yep. Am I making you upset? No. I'm sorry. I just love you. I want you to be happy. I just don't want... I'm, I feel like I don't I don't do enough and I'm not very I'm not very good at being um what you are <laughs> like I'm <laughs> I'm not very like I'm not like super disciplined like you but I'll try like I don't you know I want you to be able to be creative and do that kind of stuff because I feel like you have more motivation to do that stuff than I do you know I've, I've talked about I want to be a songwriter I want to be a poet I want to write a book I want to you know and I don't want to share my stuff but you actually share your art with people so I feel like you have more 
you have a greater chance. You know, we were talking about luck and stuff. I feel like you have a greater chance of getting that stuff to happen to you because you keep putting your stuff out there. And if somebody turns you down, that's okay. Find somebody else, you know? Just that's what it is. Everyone has their own opinion, whatever. But I feel like you have a greater chance of doing that because you have a really great motivation and... and I always wish I could be an artist because writing something is nice, but sometimes people don't really... I don't know. I, I, I just like art because it's like something that you can look at. <laughs> you know, even if you don't like get it, at least you can like look at it and be like, okay, well, at least I like the colors or something. You know, it's like, it's just there. But writing something could take like, okay, I got to write it, I got to write it again. I, I mean, I got um, I got to read it, I got to read it again, try to understand it. What are they trying to say? You know, I don't know. It always just seemed like visual art was was uh, simpler for people to to understand and, and to feel something for. So I, I kind of envied that. Hmm. Not all the time. Not like that. Visual arts, you have to go through a lot of processes as well to distill meaning, to distill emotions or ideas that you want to get through. And there's also a lot of layers that can be involved that can make it difficult for somebody to understand or even get a, a full defined emotion from it. So I think it's all on perspective. We should... I don't know. I think that we should... Like this week, you can... This is totally turning into a rambling episode. It's not rambling because I think it has something very much to do with hopelessness. Because just like what you're talking about, I think hopelessness is also the loss of, of motivation to do something that you love to do. I feel like you love art and drawing and that stuff and, and you want to do something with that photography, but on and especially on the weekends, but you, you don't. And I feel like that's a a form of hopelessness, you know, almost a, a loss of motivation because, I mean, was there a time where you would draw something every day, maybe? Yeah. You know, more often. So do you, do you think that has to do with, like, hopelessness? Maybe. I think, I mean, I think it's just a combination of everything that's... All the life expectations, all the... Other things that we have to do that is just basic basic adulting, paying off bills, keeping on t- on top of all of your expenses and everything yeah. else, house-related, job-related, personal website-related. So it can be overwhelming. And that's when you, for me... Like, I can lose my my energy. What is it? The, Your drive? My yeah. drive, I guess. Yeah. And I just have to find it again. I usually lose it every couple of weeks, and then I just... I mean, I'm always a roller coaster with that. So. I mean, I... I mean, we can, we can end the, the episode. I just think it's... I think it's important to talk about this kind of stuff because I've I felt this way too in past episodes, you know. 
Like I couldn't, I don't know. Whatever, you guys know. <laughs> like I've, I felt a lot of different ways in past episodes, but I think it's important to talk about that kind of stuff. But I think that we can also, you know, attack it by, you know, just not forgetting that, you know, we're not alone, that we have each other. And just like I see that you want to do that kind of stuff, I want to help to motivate you and keep you doing that. Yeah. I would love to do some, like, combining my, my poetry or my writing with some of your artwork. Yep, I've been nice. I love you. I love you too. And we love you, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I think we should end this episode. Sorry, it's been a little bit of a ramble. But oh I guess my god, Chris, stop apologizing. Look, this is our podcast, and we're going to talk about whatever we want to talk about. And if you don't want to listen, you don't got to listen. How about that? How about that? Okay. How about that? <laughs> don't apologize. I think it's it's great that we can... I think that's what this podcast is for, us to talk about this kind of stuff and... Let other people know that they can talk about it too and find support, right? Yep. Look for somebody who can help motivate you and who can keep you moving forward, even if it's just one day at a time, one step at a time. I think that's the best way to get out of any rut Mm -hmm. or any hole that you may be feeling is to just do one little thing at a time. And then each small step that you take, it's it may feel monumental at the time, and it, and it is in its own way. But before you realize it, you'll be miles away from the spot where you were sinking. So just keep moving forward. Stay hopeful. Yep. Always have hope. Things get better. With time. <laughs> I don't know why I had to sing that. I don't know why you had to sing that. <laughs> Alright guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. <sighs> we will see you next Sunday. Bye. Bye guys. Thank you for joining us this Sunday. Follow us on our Facebook group and Instagram for more behind the scenes. If you like the episode, why not help AJ and Chris reach more people and leave an iTunes review to help others discover the podcast. Together, we can defeat mental health stigma.